Welcome to the Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show With your hosts Emma and Julio Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show Nothing Much Just a Chillin' Welcome back to NMJC Nothing Much Just Chillin' I'm Emma And I'm Julio And we just had a horrible experience <laughs> Yeah I have a canker sore and if you've ever had a canker sore they fucking hurt so i apologize if i'm talking weirdly throughout this episode if you don't know what it is it's like a cut on the inside of your mouth kind of yeah i don't even know how to describe it but it's very very painful like it hurts to drink it hurts to eat the only time where it doesn't hurt is if i am not like opening my mouth for a long time to like drink eat talk and then i just just kind of forget about it and also there is a medication that you can buy at the drugstore that will numb the pain it doesn't really (laughs) canker sores they heal themselves on their own like the your saliva really heals them i guess i don't know the scientific (laughs) backing of that but basically they they go away after like five six days but usually i go to the neighborhood pharmacy down the road because it is the only pharmacy in our area like cvs doesn't have it no grocery stores have it it's the only pharmacy in our area that carries the numbing treatment it actually carries a couple kinds of the numbing treatment yeah so i usually pick up from there every time I get a canker sore which is not that often but a couple days ago we went to that pharmacy and I got a bottle but I already am almost done it like I'm at like the last few (laughs) bits of it and I have to use it like all the time like even you know when I when I sleep I wake up multiple times because it hurts so bad Mm -hmm. and I have to reapply it like every so hours and then during the day after reapply it like every like 30 minutes to an hour yeah maybe even more so i use a lot of it so this bottle's almost gone so julio had a really long work day today so we didn't get the chance to walk over there until like 30 minutes before the pharmacy closed so we got there it's like two blocks away we got there it was 805 and they closed at 8 30 p.m we walk in did you go fully in? Did you go fully in the store? We opened the door. I don't think we yeah, even okay. put a full foot in the door. I put one foot in, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I, I opened the door and the person working had his back to us at first. And then when we opened the door, he he swung around and was like, we're closed. And we were just like, what? Like shocked. I was shocked. I was like, what? Because I was about to be like, oh, like I thought you guys closed at 8 30 and then he just repeated it he's like we're closed and then he imagine this he's a white man probably some somewhere in his mid-20s longish blonde hair a baseball hat or trucker hat on so a douche yeah and he (laughs) raises his hand and does the shooing motion. He like shoes us away. He's like, we're closed. Hand motion. I know you guys can't see me right now, but it's like the most disrespectful hand motion you can do to someone when you're in customer service. Like, that's it. That's what you're thinking of. That's it. He, just, he shooed us out of the store. Like, I could have really needed something, which I really needed something that is the problem i really needed something i wasn't just we weren't just going in there to get snacks i was going in there to get something to alleviate the excruciating pain that i have in my mouth that prevents me from doing anything with my mouth i probably shouldn't say that anyways i needed it because i was about to we were about to record this podcast where i'm going to be talking the whole time so excuse me if I'm like talking weird. I did t- just take Advil, so hopefully that like kicks in and helps. Um, but I really didn't want. I don't like taking Advil and ibuprofen because it upsets my stomach. So yeah, I really rely on this like medication. Yeah, so he shoes us out. We walk out the whole way back. I'm like, oh, should have fought him. 
I should have should have should have grabbed it, stolen it. I should have just said like I really need something or I don't know, but yeah, he was just he was awful. So, so, so rude. And I still have a little bit of the medication left, so hopefully it's good till tomorrow morning when I can actually walk somewhere. I don't know. I don't I don't want to get go in there again. I don't want to support that awful establishment. It's but not I, worth it. Yeah, anyway. but but when I walk by there, next time I walk by there, because I walk by there a lot, if I if I see that he's not working, I'm going to go in and, and complain about him. So. Yeah, I feel you. Everything is okay. Everything is fine. Well, don't bring it down too much because you're about to bring it right back up with the next part. <laughs> don't don't pull people on a 10-minute roller coaster. We just started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I'm sorry this is not going to be a calm podcast so far because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about some real shit and shit that doesn't even matter but it's fun to talk about and i wasn't gonna talk about this specific thing like i put on my stories today that that i wasn't going to talk about the olivia joshua bassett sabrina carpenter love triangle thing that drama because Julio doesn't really care and I don't really care honestly but I also just have like nothing to add yeah but yeah yeah but I think for for the most part like you kind of like agree with me and even if you don't like it doesn't matter like yeah I don't I don't have any energy left to put towards this so you got it okay so people know what's up yeah so I, I wasn't gonna say anything but my friend and avid listener Jay Ferris who you know wrote the the theme song to our podcast shout out jay goat he messaged me he was like wait can i get a two sentence summary for someone out of the loop that sounds like such juicy tea and <laughs> i did not give him two sentences but i'm going to quickly run through what i told him because i i felt like he needed more context and i feel like anyone who wants to know about this drama needs more context because i have strong opinions on what happened today i personally i love the song driver's license i love olivia rodrigo was just recently introduced to her with this song beautiful song driver's license i love it so much so olivia rodrigo she's the lead actress of high school musical the musical the series on disney plus that's a mouthful but i mean if you don't know what that means like i cannot help you there um she put to google that one yeah she put out a song called driver's license about two weeks ago basically her co-star on the show joshua bassett broke her heart because they liked each other but were kind of waiting till she was 17 and got her driver's license to start officially dating but he left her and it's kind of like inferred that he was kind of like leading her on because he's 20 and she she was 16 i guess at the time that they started like talking or like flirting with each other yikes um and he was probably 19 at the start uh which you know isn't like that big of an age difference but like is when you are that age i'm not like judging it too too harshly it's not the point of the the drama that i'm about to explain really so he left her josh left uh olivia for sabrina carpenter who is a disney and netflix star singer as well who is she's 21 and he joshua was apparently infatuated with her like i i guess olivia knew that he had somewhat of a crush on her so there's a line in driver's license that says you're probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt she's so much older than me and everything i'm insecure about and (laughs) The song is legit number one in the world. Like, it broke all kinds of records. Like, it broke, like, every <laughs> record that can't be broken, okay? Like, she broke, like, Taylor Swift's records, Ariana Grande's records. Like, it's it's probably going to be the song of the year at the, at the Grammys or whatever. Anyways, Sabrina <laughs> has been, unfortunately, due to the toxic nature of the internet, getting death threats and hate because of the song and situation. Which I thought at first, it seemed like everything was going pretty well. People were more just like mad at Josh. But Sabrina has been getting a lot of hate from the situation as well. When obviously she didn't do anything. She just started dating the guy that she liked. 
you know, that that's it. She didn't like steal him. Sabrina dropped a song today called Skin that is kind of in a direct response to Olivia slash like the hate she's been getting online for just being in a relationship with a guy who broke Olivia's heart. So a lot of people are calling it a diss track at Olivia and that it's tacky and more nasty shit about her. And But my take is just that Sabrina can put her feelings into her art, into her music, uh, just as well as Olivia can, just as well as anyone can. Like, imagine if you were in that position and you had no idea that the person you're dating that their ex is still like hung up on them and like is still in love with them and wrote about you in in her song you would have some feelings as well and if you were a songwriter artist you'd probably want to write it out and produce a song about it and fucking capitalize on it that's just smart anyways that's besides the point people are just saying that like like oh my god she's bullying olivia she's bullying her i'm like no one's no one's bullying anyone she just wrote a song about her feelings it's a good song too i like it whatever it's honestly not that big of a deal because the real evil if you want to call it the real problem in this situation is josh Mm. right it's the it's the boy because he should have never strung olivia along if he knew that he was you know, crushing on someone else and he was like making her feel insecure. Obviously, I don't know the situation. I don't know these people. And that's my whole point. Like nobody knows the situation. Nobody knows these people. But if anyone's to blame or like be mad at in this situation, it is Josh. It is the man like Sabrina just she just the hate so that Sabrina is getting for this just makes me so uncomfortably mad because it, it does seem like like no one shares my opinion besides like the few people who responded to my story like everyone's kind of on the side of like it's a diss track like she didn't need to do that she bullied her and i'm like y'all it doesn't even matter and then the other thing that i said to jay was since driver's license came out it's been a huge tiktok trend to make videos such as driver's license from josh's perspective driver's license from sabrina's perspective driver's license from a concerned neighbor in the suburbs perspective some are jokes and some hit hard but it's like uh, y'all were okay making parody songs from sabrina's perspective but then feel the need to put her actual perspective down like it's absolute bullshit like i saw so many people making songs writing songs like oh driver's license from from sabrina's perspective and it was all just from her perspective like what she might think after hearing this song right to end this because i i don't want to talk about this for too long i feel like i've already talked about it for too long i'm so sorry julio but just let people make art and don't don't invalidate people's feelings because like someone was like oh her publicist and everyone who works for her needs to be fired because she just she just ended her career i'm like sabrina carpenter is one of the most talented young musician actor like she's a triple threat she's one of the most talented triple young triple threats right now she's doing fine she's gonna be fine and so is olivia they're all gonna be fine joshua is gonna be fine my point is (laughs) sabrina carpenter did nothing wrong it's a great song and i don't think she deserves any hate from it nice (laughs) yeah yeah unfortunately it's those uh, double standards that we know all too well people, exist. People love to hate on women. Especially in pop culture, you know? Especially, yes. Yeah, we see it in a lot of stories, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of you might have seen this uh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles drama that started bubbling, I don't know, like a week or two ago. And if you're not familiar, Olivia Wilde was with jason sudeikis from snl for a long long time they were together like nine or ten years or something but i don't think they were ever married i think they have a kid and they were just it was known that they were together i think they were engaged some yeah yeah. she broke off the engagement so yeah so they they broke it off obviously they just seemed like a cool couple just you know from a perspective of like what they both do she's obviously super good actress and she's been getting into directing Amazing over the last director. couple of years yeah book smart and yeah that movie's great mm-hmm. 
And Jason Sudeikis is like all-time great SNL cast member, super funny actor in movies and stuff. So it was just cool that they were... Olivia, it seemed like they would be a cool couple. Olivia Wilde, also a legendary actress in the OC. I've never seen the show. That you're missing <laughs> so much. But, but um, So yeah, they um, broke it off and then pretty quickly, Olivia Wilde was seen with Harry Styles. They were holding hands at a wedding. So they were. he was like her date. Because it was mm-hmm. her friend's wedding. And apparently no, she's... It wasn't, no? no, it was his agent's wedding. His agent's wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. And so... Oh, so I guess she was his plus one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I totally fucked that up. But anyways... That's okay. But she's directing a movie currently that he's starring in, apparently. Right. And side note, apparently Shia LaBeouf was in it, but he got kicked out after the FK Twig stuff. Anyways. Rightfully so. Right. Yeah, definitely. And so obviously the picture surfaced and it was, you know, probably within like a week or two of the announcement that they broke it off, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. And so, you know, internet trolls were feasting, just saying like, how could she move on so quickly? She must have been like cheating or like she's just a terrible person. How could she do that to like poor Jason Sudeikis? His, uh, his manhood must be so hurt. He must be, you know, just thinking about how Harry Styles is, like, replacing him and this and that. But, you know, one thing that you mentioned was, you know, you never know how long a person was internally already, like... Grieving their relationship. Yeah, like, they had made up their mind or yep. maybe they were on the rocks. Maybe it was a mutual decision. There was really not maybe, a lot of dis, yeah, uh, maybe, disclosed about yeah, the relationship. Maybe they were holding on because of the kid. Right, they have and, a kid. Yeah, it, it must have been a very, very hard decision i sure. assume and quarantine probably just magnified their issues or whatever was going on and yeah. then like whatever. it's done for a lot of couples shit happens you know couples people are married 20 years and then shit hits the fan so yeah. who knows what happened but it's definitely no one's place to go and criticize olivia wilde for moving on and who knows it may just be a fling i mean from her perspective like She's only a couple years older than this kid, and he's considered widely considered one of the most like good-looking men in the world. So why isn't she going to take <laughs> this opportunity if he's into her and she's into him? And why not? And then, but also, you know, no one is commenting to kind of like, you know, bring back that double standard thing. It's like no one commented on Harry Styles dating her. You know. Like, the, you could have easily twisted the comment and been like, oh, Harry really should have shown some restraint. She just got out of a relationship. She's vulnerable. Or, like, Harry Styles is a serial dater of older women. Because yeah. that's another thing, yeah, too. Yeah, like, about that. <laughs> he's been, he dated, you know, the Love Island host Caroline, when he was, like, yeah. 17. And, you know, he's, I think he's dated, like, one or two older women, too. Yeah. But still, it's like, he's probably dated around a ton. He's never really seen with, like, one person, right? So, Which is fine. Exactly. Like, good for like, him. But it's also fine for a woman to do that too. Exactly. And um, and I saw the other day that she had to turn off comments on all of her socials because, uh. you know, she was just getting attacked all the time. Like she would post something and then people would just take an opportunity to take another shot at her. So it seems like she's not really engaging, which is really the only way you can move on because you can't there's no dialogue to be had with the people who are saying the stupid shit they're not gonna learn from the comment section yeah and it's just it's really unfortunate but i mean you know another glowing example of that is when Lori harvey and michael b jordan went public with their relationship especially because michael b jordan was dating snow allegra not too long ago and if you don't know any of these names, just Google them. I'm not going to give context on every single person. Just know some yeah. pop culture if you don't know these things. Yeah, hopefully you know <laughs> Snow Allegra, Michael B. Jordan, and Lori Harvey. And, I mean, Lori Harvey, I didn't really know much of anything she's about Steve her. Harvey's she, yeah, she's Steve Harvey's daughter. Steve Harvey's daughter. She's a supermodel. beautiful. Oh, she's so gorgeous, but go on. And, yeah, she's, she's 24. She's young. And, again, kind of like Harry Styles. Like she's... She's a bachelorette one of, of Hollywood. the most beautiful people, mm-hmm. right? And so, and Michael B. Jordan also. One of gorgeous, the most beautiful people, right? yeah. Like, 
but obviously snow allegra too oh my god i know that was kind I love, of i love snow allegra. it took a hit because we were thinking michael b jordan and snow allegra could make really beautiful and talented babies yeah and i think we lost a little bit of like a generational gift when they broke up <laughs> yeah it broke it broke a piece of my heart but like i'm not mad no at the michael b jordan and Lori Harvey. no and that's coupling. another beautiful yeah. couple like they Very... might make another generational thing too yeah but <laughs> there was the same thing you know she was getting caught she's getting slut shamed because she's been seen with a couple different people over the last year or two mm-hmm. i don't really know much about her history but just based on the way that people are talking about her on twitter and stuff and and yeah, it's, it just doesn't it's make in a sense. way it's in a way that's kind of like oh she gets around yeah and it's like but it's cool. like if i was that good looking and i was i, would. I was single <laughs> and 20 yeah and but no again, at any cha- at any age like that's what you would do you date around until you yeah. find the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life you know and like you know, some people <laughs> that's are what good happens at that's dating. life yeah i am not yeah and so <laughs> i i was like you know i've always known that i would you know take play the long game mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i was never in it for the shorts like short games but that's also because i'm not good at it i don't have game so Aww. but if you have game but you do play it you know use it you do have game and go do you yeah um and yeah fuck the haters you know but it's just really annoying i mean obviously for some of you you're probably like yeah of course this is obvious and but it's just, it's so annoying that it continues because obviously people claim to talk about these things a lot. And if, you're, if your algorithms on social media kind of lead you towards people who agree with you, it's easy to get caught in that bubble. But that's why sometimes I open up these threads and just kind of go through comments just to remind myself that there are other opinions and there are just as many, <laughs> just as many, if not more of yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so much work to be done in terms of just unfortunately like still just even just talking about it before and then obviously you have to fix the these stupid actions that m- mostly men keep doing yeah because men are just trash yeah i'm oh. saying this as a man yeah and i'm sure there's some men who are like well i mean i think i'm pretty nice you know like i'm not, not all yeah men. if you but say like, that if you say not all men that means you're trash and you know what we're saying <laughs> right like Trust me, like I, in high school, I was probably that piece of shit who like said something like not all men, but that's because I was in high school and I was a fucking idiot in high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I can look back and say that I was a fucking idiot in high school. I wish I wasn't, yeah, but I was. I was. Idiot too. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's exhausting to keep seeing even like it, and it doesn't matter how far you, pr- it, there's, I feel like sometimes we like to think, oh, you know, if you just make it, you can be untouchable. And maybe for men, that's true because, you know, there's a lot of men who do shady shit day in, day out, who continue to live very fruitful lives and have very great careers. You know, Casey, or is it Casey Affleck? Is that the other Affleck brother who had like domestic abuse charges? Yes. He's in another movie. I just saw it like promoted on Hulu or Amazon or something. Uh. Like, and he won an Oscar that same year that he was accused of all this shit, you know, like Men <laughs> apparently can do whatever the fuck they want, but Lori Harvey can't date a couple people when she's 24 without, you know, being questioned about all of her morals and her integrity. And, like, obviously, you know, she's also doing fine because she's able to rise above it. And But it's just, like, why does she have to... Why, is it, why do any women have to deal... Why, do, why should they have to be stronger than that? You know, like, it's, it's annoying. Yeah, why do they need to have respect you know, like, why do they have to respect themselves and like? But for it's, that's that's the thing. It's not even like. No, that's not a not, thing. Yeah. That's if you're saying that that's that's misogyny. That is internalized right. misogyny or outward <laughs> misogyny. If you're like, she should respect herself. It's like she does. Like, did you do you see Michael she B. Just, Jordan? She's respecting herself to the <laughs> highest respect that a woman can respect herself. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. what? <laughs> and some people are just more, you know, comfortable in their sexuality and stuff. And if yeah. that's like a way that they can express themselves and that's a way that they're able to, you know, maneuver through life, then that's great. And, you know, some people aren't as sexual. And if that's not your thing, then then you don't have to do it. Like, you don't have to sleep around. That's why I don't think people get. It's like, well, I would never. 
it's like then don't and fucking move on yeah <laughs> you like, know no one asked you you don't have to even like you don't even have to agree with it you just don't have to say shit you can just move on yeah you know and so and i mean another huge example of just double standards of treatment and especially towards women i mean a huge case going on right now is with meg the stallion uh... and you know obviously if you if you don't know she was shot in the foot by tory lanes they were having an alter this was months ago at this point and explain quickly who megan the stallion is and okay. tory lanes just in case people don't know megan the stallion is megan the stallion mm-hmm. is one of the best rappers in the world right now yeah period and then and she's just celebrity too you yeah. know like people she's really very successful she's yeah. a, she's an aquarius she's just so mm. correct mm. and then tory lanes is uh, a canadian rapper he blew up a lot in quarantine because he was doing a lot of live streams and putting out a lot of music so he was kind of on a high mm. and then him and meg had sort of been linking and like on live streams and stuff and there was a lot of i think there was rumors flying around about whether or not they were together or at least inner you know connected or something whether or not that's true we don't know but anyways one night all these stories start going around that you know meg was shot and, you know, Tory Lanez was involved. And then footage comes up of, you know, she was like limping out of the car, bleeding out. And the cops are still pointing guns at her. And she still Despicable. she still has the presence of mind to be like, there's a black man in the car who could potentially get, you know, Murdered profiled right and shot by mm-hmm. these cops. So I have to like calm everyone down while she has guns pointing at her while she's got a gun wound in her foot mm-hmm. and she needs to go to the hospital right like (laughs) that situation still like boggles my mind you know like whatever it's like oh she's so strong she shouldn't have to be strong no one should be have to be strong in that situation this case or this started a couple months ago i don't exactly remember when but it was definitely during quarantine and then everything has happened during quarantine at this point yeah it's been like almost 11 months (laughs) i don't remember when it wasn't during quarantine (laughs) but so now the other day, a magazine or, you know, blog at this point called The Source, which is basically they focus on hip hop and, uh, you know, hip hop culture and news and stuff. They published, you know, they quickly published an article that said Tory Lane's case dropped or charges dropped. And, you know, immediately the trolls, mostly men, are all in the comments saying, you know, all you who defended Meg look like clowns now because nothing happened. We told you Tory's our hero. Tory's a king. Gonna listen to Tory Lanez all day. Meg is a liar. All of you are stupid. And then I didn't have to wait two minutes. I didn't even have to dig. I just had to scroll like two more tweets down to see that it was never confirmed by either Meg or Tory Lanez's teams. It was total bullshit. It was just that the court date was pushed. Nothing was dropped. The case is still ongoing. Meg is still charging him with probably assault with a gun because he shot her. And, you know, whatever the... I don't know what the details are of the case, but I know that the charges weren't dropped. If you follow her on Twitter, you saw that she got a lot off her chest that day, basically just saying, especially, you know, over... Over lockdown, obviously, Black Lives Matter movement picked up a lot of so-called support, right? Like a lot of people, I'm going to say it, the black squares, not the move. But <laughs> but yeah, just a lot of shallow level support came up. And then there was a lot of, you know, believe black women and support black women, especially within that movement. And just a lot of supposed education going on with that, with that theme and with that thread. And then, you know, here's Meg coming out to you saying this happened there's literally evidence of it and now she's coming out to say you know these charges weren't dropped yeah, but she still had to defend herself on twitter yeah and you know she mentions how she tries to keep things positive she tries to be a good inspiration for people but it's like the world just keeps trying to cave in on her and, and like pit her as like a villain yeah, and no she obviously reason. like she's so sweet. Well, she gets attacked uh, a lot because she's obviously like she's really open with her sexuality too. Right, that she uses sex to sell, and she raps about you know vulgar, 
things. Yeah, but she um, raps about the same shit that men have been rapping about from a male perspective since exactly. the inception of rap. Or exactly. Even not even outside of rap, because rap obviously takes a big hit for being, you know, braggadocious and all about money and bitches and you know whatever. But I mean, rock and roll. You can look at the same. There's the same themes. Same themes have occurred. And blues, you know, this this shit has happened throughout history, wherever men have been. And men have made millions, never questioned for, you know, if anything, it's they're applauded for, you know, being womanizers and, yeah, you know, these suave people, right? Like, they got body counts and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here comes Meg saying, like, I'll fucking run through all these dudes because I want to. And I'm hot as shit. Yeah, like, because I can. And all these dudes want me and, like, paying my tuition. (laughs) Like, whatever. Like, do you, right? I got that wet ass pussy. (laughs) But yeah, it's just exhausting, man. And you know what's. It's annoying, too, because. So, like we were saying, you know, this is primarily a male problem, but it, it stems from patriarchy Mm -hmm. you know like a male ruled society which historically that's what has been the case patriarch like men have been in charge men have set a lot of like really outdated and weird societal rules and obviously we're at a point where things are being uncovered more but not a lot of things are actually changing because men continue to do these things but patriarchy is bad for men too it's bad for everyone So yeah, it's just, it's a little exhausting to keep seeing, you know, we just ran through three examples between Olivia Wilde, Lori Harvey, and Meg Thee Stallion, but there, we could probably go on for hours, you know, going through the years of how women have to put up with a bunch of shit. And sometimes it's other women trying to bring women down. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's men, but it's all... It comes from basically internalizing misogyny that we have, we kind of pick up when we're kids because there's, you know, even in school, it's like, you know, girls have a dress code because they're distracting the boys type thing, right? One time I came home and I had a hickey on my neck and my mom got so mad at me. Hmm. She's like, Emma, you should never let a boy put his mark on you like that. (laughs) And I was just thinking in my head, like, what? Yeah, it, it 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 made me feel really guilty, like I did something wrong when I didn't. I I engaged in something. What's it called? Consensual. Just like a physical. Yeah, I engaged in a sexual, physical activity with someone that I I wanted to. Woman owning their sexuality is so, so important. Especially because men have controlled it for so long. Exact exactly. So if you see, a woman who's are here you know in the rap lyrics of a woman who's talking about her sexuality or you know see a woman see a girl posting pictures that you know she has little to no clothing on or starting in only fans um, oh man that's yeah that's a we should probably do a whole other episode yes yeah, so, well we can touch on it a little bit here yeah. like so if you, people don't know um only fans Basically, I mean, you can be anyone on OnlyFans. Like, it's yeah. pr- it's pretty much just a site where your fans can p- pay for premium content. You know, if you like Patreon or any any like pay exactly. for content. Exactly. Site. Like, if you were like a vegan chef and you you know gave out a lot of free information on like Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, but then you also had an OnlyFans, and then on your OnlyFans you shared like um, recipe videos. You know, it's just like extra content than that you can make more money from as a content creator. Yeah. So OnlyFans has become really big in the past year or so for sex workers because it is very sex worker friendly. I mean, I, I, we we don't really know the exact it, nature of yeah. OnlyFans. Like I, I assume that it was very sex worker friendly at first. Uh, Bella Thorne probably fucked that up or fucked a lot of things up yeah. for sex workers Celebrities fucking that's everything. that's a whole other story <laughs> but yeah if you see a girl promoting their own only it's it's this whole discussion online like oh if you have an only fans you don't respect yourself like my friend shania she has an only fans and she she posted on her story the other day that some some girl made a tiktok 
saying like, you know, you know what bugs me? Like if I had an OnlyFans, I would make so much money. And it's like, okay. And all the comments were like, well, there was one comment that was like, uh, morals over money. And then the girl commented back. She's like, yes, like morals over money or something like, something like that. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if somebody wants to make $100 sending someone a picture of their foot, fucking wish. more power to them. <laughs> if someone if someone wants to make $500 sending a, a naked picture to someone, fucking power to them because they're owning their sexuality and they're capitalizing on it which is great like i i have so much respect for people who do that because it it it's so uh just society today looks down on people like that as a whole and it, it looks down you know there's a lot of like awful negative rhetoric around sex workers and strippers even and it's i mean it, it is kind of uh, mostly an american thing too because there is a lot a lot of other the sex industry and in like the netherlands and stuff is you know so normalized anyways sex sex work in other places is not all other places but in a lot of other places is very is very normalized um uh much more than it is here but yeah here it's like looked down upon and it's just so awful i hate it so much because it's like why do you care just what you were saying before of like i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do it's like then don't right that's all you have to do don't you don't have to think about anything other than oh i'm not gonna do that because i you know have a steady job i have a parent who's gonna or you just don't want to gonna help me out when i'm down yeah you just don't want to if you don't if you don't want to own your sexuality like that that's fine too like there's there's no points against you i hate when women don't make money from their body oh i hate when women don't or take fully clothed pictures like none of them are saying that like that's not a thing like just just because someone posts or takes takes pictures in lingerie or or butt naked does not mean that they have any less respect for themselves absolutely yeah and i think that's a huge part of it too is because because again going back to you know men having instilled misogynistic values through pretty much every aspect of society it's like how could how dare a woman be sexual without like for herself yeah right there's no way that she's doing that for any other reason other than like seeking attention yeah. from men or from other people. You're showing too much skin. And yeah, so it's like just, comments. it's yeah. beyond time to move on from that. And I realize it's kind of an oxymoron for me, a man, to have gone on for so long before without Emma saying much about, you know, like women's issues. But one thing that I <laughs> no, want to... No, 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 no. But the reason I say it is because like, I think a lot of men don't understand that like misogyny and patriarchal you know systems are bad for men too and i think you know obviously the men who hold them so closely probably at least on some level realize that they do have a power benefit from this which is why people get so threatened when you try to that's why people get threatened by things like black lives matter or by you know lgbtq movements or by even by trying to you know, move away from gender binary stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of systems that are purely unwritten, like weird codes that we've for some reason decided don't need to change after thousands of years of humanity and civilization, right? When people feel threatened by it or when people attack, it's just projecting that, you know, they understand that their power balances are going to be disturbed greatly Mm-hmm. if those movements succeed mm-hmm. and so it's really all just projections just the same way you know it's a common theme in our podcast you know haters and it's just being a projection of you know internal insecurities or there's really just no need for it It doesn't do anything and it just holds everybody back but especially misogyny and patri patriarch stuff patriarch stuff the patriarchy it only supports one type of man and one type of woman and one type of 
everything, right? And if you don't fit into those boxes, then it's very easy to cast you out of society, which is the whole point. It's oppressing people. And that's why there's very intense, some people call them intense. It's really just common sense once you really unlearn all the misogyny and bullshit that you pick up as a person maneuvering through this fucked up world in a lot of ways. And that's why, you know, everyone's like, oh, everyone's so mad. Like, if you just don't pay attention to what's going on, then it's fine. Like, those are people, that's literally privilege. That's, you have the privilege to not be mad about these things. You have the privilege to be able to tune out of these things. But as, as men, it's like, you should realize too, it's, it's bad for, for other men. It's bad for you as a man to be fitting into this one role that holds down, you know, millions of others. I mean, I don't see myself as someone who fits into the stereotypical man role of society. I would consider myself a man, <laughs> which <laughs> like is he, him, yeah, my pronouns. Yeah. But, 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 but I mean, I don't think if I'm not, you know, like I, I would love to be a stay at home boyfriend, <laughs> you know, like if you were making money and I could support your career and I could just be at home and clean and fucking oh, maybe i'd learn how to cook cleaner. like <laughs> we'd have dogs i'd you know take the dogs for walks i would just be like man of the house i'd fucking love that and yeah. i think that would be great but i also like it'd be cool i'm not like dying to make sure that i'm the one provider that'd be right. cool if i was like if i can make enough i just want us to be happy it's funny that you say the thing about not really relating to like that uh standard of man that the mm. patriarchy decides is the one you know because right. uh, to me you're the manliest man i've ever met because my my i don't even want to say thanks because i don't uh, like aspire to that but i know what you're <laughs> saying thank you <laughs> my version or w- what why i think that is because you are so caring deeply caring, deeply loving, uh, deeply kind and compassionate. You have the ability to care for others, care for every single kind of person. You have an open mind. You're, you have the ability to care for, for innocent beings, for animals. Like, you're, you're vegan. Come on. Like I, also, vegan doesn't make you a good person. But, yeah. but, to, but to, to be able to have that connection that you don't want to harm any living thing. And I know you personally, so I can also say like as a vegan, you also have a deep connection to want to help humans as well. And want yeah, every- if you're vegan and you're out here like still oppressing people, yeah. <laughs> fucking you can go ahead and eat the steak because yeah. you're not doing a good job. Yeah, we don't want you on yeah, our team. Okay. Fuck out of here. Okay. And you are so deeply giving to me and make me feel so loved and cherished and the amount of money that you make the amount of weight that you can lift the amount of bass in your voice you know like uh, your ability to my fucking chin hairs don't even connect in the middle i'm 25 25 you know, you would you would never be able to shoot something. You'd never be able to hunt. And people are like, oh, hunting, oh, fishing, oh, like all that stuff is so manly. Like I think that is the least manly thing. I think hunting and fishing are the least attractive things <laughs> in the world. I don't think like, we have many hunters and fishers. Yeah, hopefully us, not because because um yeah, fucking stop that, stop that. <laughs> what are you doing? You're posting pictures with a dead fish like you look stupid like you look so fucking stupid obviously we didn't solve anything just now and but it's just like people the bare minimum you can do is try to understand and try to be empathetic and understand your role in a lot of these things i think that's the hardest thing i think that's what a lot of people across all forms of you know I don't want to say activism because I don't know. I would even consider myself like an activist. Just your role in all of these systems that you didn't even consciously take. It's not even like you're a bad person. It's just the world has been set up in such a way where you're, where our collective education is telling you certain things 
And unless you meet people and unless you seek out certain stories from various perspectives, you're never going to break out of that. And if you never look into yourself and say, you know, how might I have contributed to some of this bullshit over the years and really break it down and get honest with yourself and, and, you know, be open to criticisms and corrections, then, you know, if you never take those steps then nothing will ever get better. And if a big argument against any really movement for change, but especially, you know, like veganism and, and a lot of other, uh, just like social justice movements, a lot of people are like, Oh, well, I'm just one person, right? Like what, what is, what is my change going to do? What does it matter if I start to analyze that? But, you know, a movement is just many individuals who have all agreed to commit to the same, who have all agreed to commit to changing and growing and progressing. And, you know, and for some reason... outside of themselves. Yeah, and a, a cop-out, obviously, in especially, like, right-wing media is like, oh, well, everyone is just sheep hurting, like, you know, social justice warriors are just blindly following messages. It's like, no, that's such an easy way to try to dismiss these things. But it's more the other way around. It's like all these, you know, mostly straight white people are like grasping for dear life to the last bit of power structure that's left. And, you know, hopefully by the time our generation has kids or they have that generation has kids, A, the world hasn't melted or, you know, imploded or gone into nuclear war. And B, with every generation, you know, hopefully it gets better. I mean, but it it only happens if individuals decide to make changes on on an individual level. It's it has to start with each and every person. Sheesh, this is heavy today. Wow. Yeah. But um, sorry, sorry this <laughs> but it's is just not... been a lot. You know, there's been a lot of attacks on women, and it's unacceptable. You can only make so many excuses for like people's upbringings and stuff at some point you gotta like we were watching real housewives we mentioned how we got into oh, that yeah. and like i remember telling you at one point uh, like these women they're in their 50s right like still attributing their bad behaviors just because that's the way they are because of the way they grew up right mm-hmm. and that's what i think i remember telling you i was like i need to deal with my traumas <laughs> <laughs> so that i'm not 50 years old with some toxic ass behaviors that i'm blaming on shit that happened to me when i was 15 and i never took yeah. the time to to learn from it or grow from it and i think luckily by the time we were watching the housewives i was already well on my way to like self-therapizing and like analyzing a lot of the bullshit that i either made excuses for or just was you know ignorant to but, but yeah it's just I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I mean, I don't. Again, I'm not like I'm. I know. At the end of the day, I'm know. still a man. <laughs> but I'm. Pr- I'm so proud that you're. And like so you're such a. I mean, clearly, as you can tell from this episode, like uh, Julio is, a hundred and ten percent a feminist. I'm not. I'm not a feminist. <laughs> I'm, I. I want to make it very, very clear. I'm yes. not a feminist. I am a sexist. <laughs> I believe that woman should make more money than men and women are should be above men in society i'm not i'm not sure how that ever got mixed up (laughs) (laughs) with the you know the whole adam and eve situation because or the beginning of patriarchy beginning of time because it was pretty much it, it. (laughs) it makes it makes no sense because women are the ones who give life and produce humans like they're the ones that go go through that so uh, in my mind they're much more powerful than men the woman orgasm is so much more powerful and euphoric than the man orgasm so much more so i i have, I have no idea how that got how that got m- misconstrued because i i think you know you, you think of a, a deck of cards I always think like the queen should be above the king. This might be controversial. Like if, if if any man is listening to this, if any boy is listening to this, you probably know me and we're friends and you know that like I 
I love you and I'm not meaning anything against you in particular because you probably agree with everything that Julio said and I think that all men should be feminists. I think we all should be feminists. I just personally have um, very strong opinions and I just hate men because every time I take a walk outside, I have to encounter one and it is just the worst thing ever. Well, yeah, I remember there was, I remember, I forget what platform it was on social media, but there was this viral questionnaire. Oh, yeah. Of like, if there was a world without men for 24 hours, what would you do? And the number one answer was like, take, take a, a walk. walk. That's fucking insane, guys. Yeah. And I take a walk every single day. And I don't Same. like to walk. So I really don't, like, so, I, sometimes I go with you, but like most of the times I don't. Mm-hmm. But it, like, I hate that I don't. Yeah. Because like just yesterday, I ignored a man <laughs> and he started having a temper tantrum. He literally yeah. started yelling at me and then I and that happened that ha- <laughs> that happens so often and it's fucking mis- i just ignore men's existence yeah. um i don't really i i know some girls who you know if a if a man like cat calls harasses them they are like shut the fuck up and you know flip them off and get like super mad and like engage in it and stuff like i personally don't do that because i cannot handle that confrontation like i I'm I just want to go about my peaceful walk like if I'm walking it's to to clear my head it's not to get into a fight right so if a man talks to me if a man stares at me for way too fucking long I just walk by and I just I just ignore I have my headphones in and I just I imagine that I'm in a world without men but I can't really because I do always have to be aware of my surroundings because because of that fact because i you know it's a it's a scary world especially at night like i don't really go on walks at night that much and if i do i always <laughs> ask julio to come I go with but you he doesn't night, yeah. he doesn't mind going with on that's, walks with me at yeah, night that's at all like no question um especially you know la city area yeah but yeah that's Last very night, true like take a walk at yeah, the yeah. gas station yeah around. and then it's like it's like oh if you ask a guy that like oh what would you do it's like oh like would i would feel my boobs <laughs> like I, I, like what would you do if i uh, if, if uh you were a woman like oh i'd feel my boobs or oh, i'd masturbate blah, blah blah yeah so yeah i mean i didn't mean to get too preachy because you know i'm far from no, perfect you didn't i feel like i mean obviously we all have our biases and we're very we're very biased but we're very I think this is a good bias. It's a good. Have, it's though. a good bias to be against the patriarchy. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah, like we were saying, it holds everybody down. Mm-hmm. Women, kudos to you for just getting through the days where you got to go outside. Yeah, or in, uh, inside, like you know, it could be you know they're dealing with something on the internet, dealing internet. with their period. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a rough thing. life. I mean. I've been thinking about this a lot because I don't watch too many sports these days. I used to be a big sports fanatic. What are sports? <laughs> so, yeah, like the only thing I really watch now is uh, soccer highlights from England. Right. Yeah. Every Like every couple of days. And only because the last year they've been really good at uploading them. Like before long ago, they really didn't. Anyways, there's a, there's a common argument that like women are too emotional to lead or be in positions of power. <laughs> Have you watched men play professional sports? They're at work. Yeah. And these are the most emotional motherfuckers I've ever seen. Yeah. Like the smallest things go wrong and they're literally throwing tantrums, like hitting the floor. And you look at their facial expressions and they're like about to cry or like exaggerating fouls for shit or like, and then, and even in football highlights too, you know, you like every sport, this is universal. And when you watch women play sports, a woman could or, be like bleeding, yeah. like all down their leg, and still they're just about the game. They're just like <laughs> they need to get the yeah. job done. And yeah. you know, I've had definitely a lot of like women who mentored me, and you know, even professionally, all of my best mentors have been women so far. Like at my internships, mm-hmm. I had women bosses. At my current job, I've had two. Both my supervisors, like direct supervisors, have been women. Shout out Ashley, who was like taught me so much my yeah. first job. I hope I continue to be put in positions where I can learn from women because, yeah, yeah I 100% Same. believe that they're better workers. Same. And, yeah. You know, save for my dad and my brothers, there's like very few men that I could 
point to and be like, yeah, that was a good role model. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could we could open up new areas of this for yeah, a long time. We could talk about this topic forever. But just had to get a little ranting off, a little bit of, you know, with all these different pop culture things going on, it was just kind of weighing heavy on our minds. Like, man, these double standards, especially, you know, countered heavily against women just continue to happen and it's like people keep fighting it's it's exhausting to like keep fighting for it and you know pretty much the same can be said for any oppressed marginalized group and uh and we'll you know we'll keep trying to do our part and keep learning i mean i think we're past you and i are like in a lot of ways we're past just like unlearning bad shit like we've just talked about here but about this particular, this particular thing, um, yeah. issue, definitely not not other issues. Although no. we are, you know, so open minded right. and like we're constantly learning. Especially you know, last summer with everything with BLM, like we're yeah. both uh, like always <laughs> correcting ourselves, thinking about back to the times where we've been wrong or acted in a way that like was just ignorant it's so ignorant and in today's world there's just there's less and less excuse for ignorance because there's just so much more access to information yeah, the world and perspective. at our fingertips yeah and at you know at some point the ignorance becomes a choice and that's when it becomes harmful and violent mm-hmm. because now you're actively contributing to systems that hold people down and we're definitely not saying you know everyone's got to be a martyr and like dying for whatever cause yeah no but you know just everyone can definitely try to be a little bit more open-minded and better and just be cool to women (laughs) be cool to women i like that yeah that should be the title of this episode be cool to women we're thinking uh, to women you know like women and women first (laughs) women and women first yeah That, that i like that too from portlandia so yeah i mean it might i think we were sort of coherent and um i i think you were was i yeah i might have not been but but let's um, i think you're very coherent we got a lot of footage here footage we have a lot of stuff to work with yeah a lot of stuff (laughs) for you all to digest emma has to edit we're also recording late at night so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it make a wish i wish don't say it oh Take a moment for your wish, okay? I'll Go wait. Ahead. Did you make a wish? I, I don't know. Oh my I god! Have- <laughs> Holy hell. What is wrong with you? Can't think of one thing you would wish for right now. Uh, there's too many. Oh. We covered a lot of topics. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much if you made it to the end of this episode. I know yeah. it wasn't the most chill podcast. I feel like we talked about these issues in a very chill way, though. So hopefully. It was somewhat helpful. I'm sorry if you're a person who's like listening to this and like already agrees with like everything we say and is like, oh, this is so boring. Like I already know. I already know Emma and Julia. I already know. I'm already I'm already a perfect feminist, you know? <laughs> yeah, again, like we're not trying to preach. We're not yeah. trying to like tell everybody what to do. Just, yeah, we're um, just trying to discuss. These are just our thoughts yeah. that we were having. Mm-hmm. I think in some ways it would be better for these conversations to be normalized in like a low pressure context. I you agree. know, like because that's something I'm definitely guilty of is like maybe not speaking up because there's a chill environment and I hear something that's like mm, we could talk about we could right. we could talk about this a little bit more and right. like explain why that was not a good thing for you to have said. Yeah. Um and that's just as bad in some ways as like saying the thing itself, you know, like being quiet in the in the face of ignorance. Um, and that's something I definitely, that's like probably the number one thing I'm trying to work on is like being open to confrontation when it's, when I know for sure that I'm not right, but like confident in my conviction on certain things where it's just like a little more black and white. Let us know your thoughts, especially if you're a man, Mm -hmm. because you know, I think women already know. what it's like to be a woman dm us on on instagram at nmjc podcast your thoughts um also if you're listening on apple apple Podcasts, rate and review us and if you're listening on spotify please share it to your story 
and yeah, I think it'd be it's it'd be great for these kinds of conversations to just be more chill. I agree. So maybe maybe we can help make them more chill. Thank you guys for chilling with us. Have a great rest of your Monday or whatever day you're listening to this podcast episode. Remember to share your thoughts with us and we will see you next week. Have a good one. Love you. Bye.